I'm Crystal Berger, Fox News, and we're spending a few moments with the Braxtons. Hello, ladies. Hi. Yes, I have never talked to this many beautiful people in one studio at one time. So I I love, I'm I'm excited to have you guys here. So we're on to season six of the Braxtons. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Wow. So when this whole show idea came to you all, what was that moment where you guys said, we're going to do this? Hmm. Seems like so long ago. I know. Um, <laughs> I, I think people always said that you know we should always have our own television show. Mm-hmm. They, they've been saying it for for years before we even decided to do it. So I think um, when it came to fruition, it was already in the back of our minds. It was something that we were going to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So were there any reservations for you all going into this to decide to sh- showcase your lives in front of everybody? It was a little bit of reservations with me. Um, I was, you know, we was born with and, and raised with like a covered wagon. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have our life out there like mm-hmm. that. Whatever goes in the home, supposed to stay in the home. So, you know, I, I, I was kind of leery with that. I was like, oh, I don't know if I need to say anything, you know. So, I, I was, mm-hmm. it was, I was kind of leery with mm-hmm. it. No, I think the rest of us was like, okay, you know, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't have any type of expectations. You know, I think in the very beginning, we saw the cameras and it was like, okay, it's a camera here. But then after the first couple of episodes, we were like, okay, forget the camera. We're just going to, it just became something that was a part of the room. So Mm -hmm. then we really started like, okay, we have to be really transparent because how are we going to be able to help other people if we're not transparent about our lives? Mm. So, Miss Zevelyn, you are an ordained pastor. Right. Going into the entertainment business, what were some of the struggles that you had as a mother for your daughters? Well, for me, it was kind of difficult. Um, But before the Braxton family came about, Tony was out there. And so um, I thought it was a wonderful thing in dealing with that. But for me, um, putting my life out there so everyone could see, that was a little difficult. Mm-hmm. And being a pastor, you know, you have reservations, whatever, you know, but, you know, you get over it. Mm-hmm. And, and then like Tawanda was saying that, you know, people need to see what goes on within the family. And the reason why I say what goes on within the family, because a lot of people go through the same things that we were going through with. Mm. And they found out, like, listen, if the Braxton can do it, if they can get through it, so can we. And so it worked out. So, so Ms. Evelyn, how important, though, was the word in raising your daughters um, and your son? Yeah, I have a son. Yes, 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 you have a son. So how important was the word and just keeping them unified as women? Because a lot of times we have that competitive spirit. You know, we might see things happening in other people's lives. I mean, we want those to happen in ours. How did you keep that going? I think for us or for me, the word is very important Mm -hmm. because we need to keep God first and then everything else fall in place. I would like to say this, that my... Although we go through the good, the bad, the ugly, and the difficulties, that these girls are very spiritual women, and I love that about them. Mm -hmm. I love it because they love the Lord. I love it because when they're going through the storm of problems, they pray about it. Or they'll even call me and say, Mommy, pray with me, and blah, blah, blah. So I love that about them. So, yes, the word is very important, and it's first in their lives. And what really happened, she made us go to church on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> she made us, we were at church every day. Well, you know, well, you got to put it in them for God's sake. You have to put it in. 
going to come up with something. I knew they can't be serious. I know, because I see... I see everybody trying to be serious, but ladies, like, like when it all comes down to it, right? When you guys are going through what you're going through, who is the go-to person for the um, stern, out of the sisters, the stern, strict, this is what we need to do, this is how we're going to make it happen? I think it's it's always been Tawanda. Mm. Even though Tony is our oldest sister, we'll go to her. I think every last one of us go to Tawanda. So what is it about you, Tawanda, that that you're the go-to girl of the sisters for? because I'm the responsible one. (laughs) Hello! (laughs) You know, I just think that from, you know, from growing up, I just, you know, I just accepted that role. Mm. You know, I think everybody in the family has a role. Mm -hmm. So I just think that's what happened. And for a long time, I was like resistant, like, oh, God, I do do not want this call. And God, Jesus, why are you giving me this? But then finally I said, I'm going to go ahead and embrace it. And that's mm. what happened. Mm. Now, one of you is known for your bluntness, party girl. I'm the outgoing sister. Who's that? Tracy's blunt. Trina's a uh, party, party girl outgoing. Well, I'm part. I, you know what? It's all put into perspective, though. I like to have fun, mm-hmm. but I'm really an entrepreneur. I'm more an entrepreneur right. than a party girl. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. You know, we were just saying, Trina, because you know you always fun. <laughs> you yeah, know, we want to have a good time, and you all, you always pick the strangest places for us to go. And That's we Tracy, have, you are not mm-hmm. talking. Let me tell you, you have, something. Not, you have your <laughs> role and audacity. In this season of Braxton Family Values, let me tell you mm-hmm. something. Tracy is picking out the most oddest locations, oh, and I'm mm-hmm. like, Tracy, you want me to do what? <laughs> I can't even believe it. So so how has this show actually challenged you women in what way? In what way has the show been the biggest challenge for you oh. and individually? Wow. I'll, I'll say for me, Trina, looking back at the show, mm. uh, because sometimes I think I'm like really right and I'm really emphatic <laughs> about being right like at that moment. And then I'll look back and I'm like, you know what? I was wrong. Completely. Mm. Being able to look back, you know, and, mm. and, and, and see where you messed up or fouled up and having the chance to apologize. Now, Trina, you have like your own recording studio, your own production company, right? Yeah, well, I'm no longer invested in the in the studio anymore, but I okay. did. Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, no. okay. So how has how has this um, helped you as far as your entrepreneurial efforts? Well, you know, I think it's all a part of our creative nature, just as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even though they're not restaurateurs yet, and hopefully that'll happen soon enough. Yes. Um, I, I think it's just an extension of the creative juices that mm-hmm. I, that I have or that mommy has, you know, because mommy's an entrepreneur as well, you know, because she's yes. working on a food line. And then Tracy, of course, has a, an alcohol line. And so do I. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, you know, Tawanda has her secret squirrel, you know, so ev- everyone has a, and, her, and her nail polish line. Yes, so, so everyone has an entrepreneurial streak. I think my parents instilled that into us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all part of the independence that they taught us. And, an, mm-hmm. and it's an extension of our creativity. Mm. Now, Tawanda, talk to me about oh. secret squirrels, right? Yeah. I thought it was the cutest name for Thank a business. You. What inspired you to start this personal assistant business? Um, When I was Tony Braxton's personal assistant, and Mm -hmm. I think she still wants me to be, but I'm not. (laughs) Um, So, and every time she hired someone, she would always compare them to me. Mm. You know, oh, Wanda, they not doing this. Um, but they not doing that. And I said, you know what? Let me just, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and train these people to be like me. That mm. way you'll have a clone. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, Tracy. Yes. All right. Now, I know that... Um, I've read things that you've chosen family life more so over entrepreneurship and the entertainment business. Mm -hmm. What is it in you that made you go that route? 
Oh, let me see. Choosing my son. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I chose him and I would do it all over again. You know, he's my only child. Mm-hmm. Can't have any more. Mm. I made the most, <laughs> I made a better choice for myself because I think I wasn't ready for that entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't, no, no, real. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And so, you know, by me working with kids, I always worked with kids, worked with emotional disturbed lessons at a residential treatment center. I love kids. Mm. I love my son. I'll do it again. But guess what? I'm grown now. I got my big girl panties on. I get to do what I yes, want to do. Yes, yes, <laughs> But, you know, I, I do want to talk to that because a lot of times as women, you know, you read the statistics, especially about black women, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and choosing career over family life. Yeah. I want you to speak to that woman who has to make that critical decision to make her be okay with choosing family. It is okay to choose family. My mom chose family, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, when you choose family, you put yourself in it. And then when you see your kids grow, you see all the work that you put into your child. Mm-hmm. And then when you see that, it makes you think heavenly about yourself and make you want to succeed in life and do what you want to do and think about the dreams and aspirations you had before it makes you want to push even more so don't give it don't give up don't mm-hmm. give up at all look at your kids and how you raising them and how you're teaching them and you see the success in them when they get older. Mm. But having kids nowadays doesn't mean that you necessarily have to stop your life. Right. Exactly. Yes. You can have both. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was a challenging situation, for, I think, for all of the Braxton girls because we have such strong personalities. And, you know, when I was going through my divorce, mm-hmm. it was, you know, hey, you were never home with the kids anyway. I was like, but you know what? After a while, I had to forgive myself and say, you know what? I was doing these things to have a roof over their heads, mm-hmm. to have the right. lights on, mm-hmm. for them yeah. to be able to eat and have the necessities that they would like, like the electricity electronics, their phones, their iPads. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. And I say, okay, you know what? You want mommy to stop working? That means you're not going to get these things. Mm. You know? Mm. So I think that um, after a while, you can't have that self-guilt. You just have to forgive yourself and say, I'm just doing what's best for my family. Mm-hmm. So, Mrs. Evelyn, I know you sacrificed a lot. I did. On this journey. I did. What do you feel like as a mother is the greatest prideful thing that you see happening with your daughters that just makes you feel like the sacrifice was all worth it? Seeing them be, being the woman or the women that they are. Mm. You know, they're strong women. They are mothers. And just watching them with their families, you know, their families have always come first, even though some of them was the breadwinner of the family. Mm. But yet they were there for their family. And sometimes it was difficult watching them because it I not, and I know that it was difficult for them, but seeing the end results and knowing who they are, my heart just gets so filled. And sometimes when I think about it, when I'm alone, mm. tears of joy, you know, because they are incredible women. And my son is an incredible man. So it was all worth it. Mm-hmm. So how did you guys pick on your brother when growing up? <laughs> He picked on us. Oh my God! Oh my goodness! He still picks like crazy. What? No way. He really did. He really did. 
<laughs> Especially when their friend, their boyfriend came around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Crazy mm-hmm. stuff. But being in the limelight, ladies, I mean, controversy comes, all of the rumors, just everything that we like to create on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you ladies do to stay unified, like as sisters, as a mother to, the, to your daughters? How do you guys stay unified? We have to ignore the negative stuff oh, God. because yeah. those people are doing they're doing their jobs. Their job is to <laughs> go on social media to, be negative. to ruin mm-hmm. your life, mm-hmm. <laughs> to say evil and cruel things to you, to, yeah. you know, to break your spirit. They're mm-hmm. doing their job. So if you look at it like that, like, OK, they're doing their job. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah. Oh, they're oh, yeah. that's oh. Yeah. oh, because they say it does not make it true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. people does not validate who you are. Mm-hmm. You validate who you are. So, I mean, they do what they're supposed to do. We're doing what we are supposed to do. Move on. Yes. And loving them and keep going. And you know you're successful if you have a hater. Very true. You got to have at least Every 15. Every successful person. At least. At least. <laughs> right. And honey, I have my <laughs> fair share. <laughs> Baby, okay? <laughs> Ooh, I'm a superstar because, honey, you I have know, lots of haters. You know what I'm saying? So thank you. So, yeah. so when we talk about so much. family values, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, give me one value that you feel like you want someone to walk away from watching season six of the Braxton's Family Values. I would say understanding and, and communicating. I think that um, a lot of times, well, in our family, it took us a long time to really learn to communicate with each other <clears throat> without walking away and, and taking it personal. Mm. Because, of course, we take things personal because we're in our feelings and the things that a person says to us is triggering something. Mm. So once you walk away and say, you know what, let me just go ahead and figure this out so that we can forgive each other and learn to communicate because sometimes we talk at each other and not to each other. So if you're taking the time to listen to each other, then you'll be able to move forward with communication. So Tawana, what's the biggest thing you've had to forgive? Oh, Jesus. In my life? With my ex husband. Mm, okay, your ex husband. Uh-huh, my ex husband. How did you get there? Um, because I know this is going to sound real crazy. <laughs> my brain, the way it works, okay. Um, because I had to realize that when a person is bitter and when a person is going through some type of situations like that, like through the divorce and he didn't want it, um, they're, they're hurt because they're sick. And I look at these sick individuals when they lash out, they're sick. So I look at them like they're in a hospital. Like if you go to a mental institution, right, you're not going to go in there and argue with those individuals because they're, you're like, oh, they're mental. Mm. You're not, if they say something cruel to you, you're not going to say anything back because you know something's wrong with their brain. Mm. So that's how I think. Mm. I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> keep a serious face. <laughs> but if you think about it like that, just like you go to the doctor for your, if, your, if your body's sick, your body gets sick, so your mind gets sick too. That's very true. So it's the same thing. Oh, it's the same thing. he probably prop, you know properly right. needs mentally because you I mean if you sick you go to a doctor to fix an ailment right mm-hmm. so when your mind is sick you got to go to the doctor That's to right. fix that brain very much so very, very much, much so, so very much so so Tracy um <laughs> tell me you tell me what's one value what's one value that you feel like um people can walk away with from watching season 6 ooh one value okay um hmm. eating Eating. Eating is not a value. Eating is not a value. It is. It is. Can I sit at the table and eat? And we don't have that anymore. People don't, I'm going to take Tracy's. People don't 
sit at the table and eat as a family. People don't do that. What Tracy is trying to say. You know what you're trying to say. Tracy trying to say we come together and commune at the table. Yes, it is. Oh, See, I'm with family. You were saying to and I oh understand. Yes, it is. No one okay. you know, sitting at a dinner table. No one sits at the dinner table anymore. Tracy is crazy, girl. Never. Yeah. Like, oh, we no one. Girl, sits yeah. Yeah. Even when we go and you go out on a resta- restaurant, right? They on the phone. They on the phone. They don't have time with each other. I, I love That's it. What I said, eat. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, Trina, Trina, you've been quiet. You've been kind of quiet. Yes, Trina. So, so tell me, what what do you feel like is one of the biggest values you want? I feel like you have a very compelling story, and all of you do, but um, something compelling for young women. Something that I'm just, I don't know, maybe my spirit is wrong, but it's like something that you could say to a young woman who wants to pursue her dream, and she wants to pursue entrepreneurship, but it's something that she's struggling with. Either she feels like she's not uh, suited or ready to do it, or um, people are going to go against her. What's what's that thing that you feel like you could speak to her about? The the one thing that I would say to that young lady is don't stand in your own way. Mm. Mm. Because if she is her first naysayer, she'll never succeed. She has to be the first person to say, yes, I can. Yes. You can't lean to someone else to say that you can. And what's the greatest value there that you feel like they'll get from the show this season? Wow, the greatest value. I think there were a lot of them this season. Um, and Tawanda said like 18 of them. But one thing is definitely forgiveness. Definitely forgiveness. Forgiveness. Yes. Powerful, powerful. And last but not least, of course, the matriarch. I love your presence. Because they get really quiet when you're about to speak. <laughs> it's like church. It's like church. You know what? It, it, it is. And the voice <laughs> automatically goes down. And well, they're you gone. Know what? <laughs> Well, I, I would say about this. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be cold by the time I'm finished praying. Why, Bob? But, you know, I think that you should, you know, walking away from the Braxton family is to know who you are and never, ever let anyone validate you. Mm. You know, and I think keeping God first, I think that is the key. I'm not here to preach. I'm just saying, girls. Mm-hmm. I just passed the plate. <laughs> yeah, see, see, see what I'm saying? What? You know? What you say? And, and it's difficult sometimes being a female mm-hmm. and trying to do your best. You allow a lot of people to do and say a lot of things to you. And this is what I always teach uh, my girls. You know, um, people can't ride your back if you don't bend over. So stand up straight and know who you are. Mm. Awesome. I do need to settle one thing, though, with my family. Uh I'm from Baltimore. (laughs) So, 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 (laughs) <laughs> yes. You remember Miss Tony? Right? Hey, how you gonna carry? What's up? <laughs> Born and raised. You know, growing up, it was always the Braxtons are from Baltimore. The Braxtons are from Baltimore. We're not from Baltimore. We're not from yes, Maryland. you're from We're Maryland. From Maryland, but not Baltimore. Not Baltimore. Okay. I wanted to settle that because I know it's Severin, right? It's Severin. I know y'all was. Well, y'all used to go down Odell's, Hammerjacks, Hammerjacks. <laughs> 
Yes, that's how you know about that. That Miss Tony talking about paradox. Yes. Yes, yes, a lot. How are you going to say all the time? And Frank Ski. What's up? What's up? Listen, all right, they're gonna put me on the studio, guys. I know we gotta wrap up. But if there's one last thing that you guys wanna talk about, just one last thing you wanna say, it doesn't matter. You are free to say it for the world to hear. You know what? I just want to thank everybody for supporting the Mm -hmm. Braxton Family Values. And we are the longest running black family reality show in history. Mm -hmm. So we want to say thank you. Thank you so much for loving us and watching us. And make sure that you tune in every Thursday night at 9 p.m. on WeTV. WeTV. We'll see you guys there. Yes, we'll see. And we're not on for two hours, everyone. We only have one hour. One hour. Nine o'clock. <laughs> yes, well, thanks for your time. We've just spent a few moments with the Braxtons. I'm Crystal Berger, and this is Fox News. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to Fox News Podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.